Hey friends, welcome to our podcast, Singled Out for Purpose. I'm Kristen. And I'm Megan. Journey along with us as we find purpose. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome back, guys. We're your hosts. I'm Megan. And I'm Kristen. And today we have a guest with us. Our friend Anna is here to ask some questions so you guys can kind of find out a little bit more about who we are. Right. And maybe learn a little bit about Anna as well. Yeah. So, Anna? At what age did you receive the Holy Ghost? So, I first got the Holy Ghost when I was nine, but I feel like I didn't really understand or appreciate what I had received, Mm -hmm. and I therefore got it again when I was 16. Okay. And I feel like 16 is kind of the age where I realized, you know, okay, this is... Not that I didn't think it was real before, but I was old enough to comprehend what I had received and to appreciate the gift. Yes, that's awesome. I was eight years old. Mm-hmm. I was, yeah, I was at a youth camp and this preacher, he, he, I feel like he stayed with me a while, but he did, he was like, it's all over you, it's right there, just open your mouth, you're gonna say some words, you're not even sure what they are, but that's okay, just let it flow. And it was awesome. What's your favorite verse or chapter? For me, I really love Psalms 51. That is something that I pray probably daily. Um, But I mean, there's tons of scriptures in the Bible that, you know, for different things that I'm going through that I kind of fall back on. But Psalms 51 is kind of my daily go-to chapter. Mine's Psalms 91. Okay. Yes, that's a, those are good ones. And mine is Psalms 23. Hey, Psalms is a good book. It is. <laughs> I love it. It is. Oh, I remember being young and my mama would like, we would go to pray. And every night after we would pray, she would recite that. And we'd go over it and over it. Who has had an influential impact on your walk with God? I would say, I mean, first and foremost, of course, my parents. Um, I'm thankful that they instilled truth in me, but my grandmother, um, she was, she got the Holy Ghost as a young lady and went to church faithfully and brought her children with her, even though her husband did not live for God. And he actually didn't get the Holy Ghost until he was, um, well up in years. As a matter of fact, he got the Holy Ghost just a few years before he passed away. But she had prayed for him and remained faithful throughout that. Um, And I just admired her for that. But two ladies that had a major impact on my walk with God. I call them aunt, but they're not really my aunts. They're my cousins. Um, Aunt Reba and Aunt Cricket. They just, they taught me how to pray, taught me how to worship. Had a huge, I just watched them growing up and wanted to be like them. And I don't think they even realized the impact they had on me, but yes, a tremendous impact on my walk with God. Megan? Mine would have to be my great-great-grandmother, my Granny Hudson. 
my great-grandmother, my memo, um, my mama and my uncle Mikey, my granny Hudson, her, her willingness and her obedience. Through her obedience, I've heard so many stories of miracles, signs, and wonders. Mm-hmm. Um, with my memo, just the way she loved people in her prayer life and how she had such a prayer life that people depended on her prayer life. Like if any of our family were sick, we'd call her. And we just feel like it was so special because Mimma, we knew Mimma could just touch heaven. Um, my Uncle Mikey, because he he knew the Bible forwards and backwards. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. You call him and he could spit scripture out without any problem. You better have pen and paper ready. Mm-hmm. And then my mama, because I remember when it was just me and her before she um met papa joe she we would be riding around and she would just teach me about the word we'd be playing gospel music and singing just all that kind of stuff so that's awesome what book do you think everyone should read at least once um i think that at least once sister joy haney's when you pray i I have read it multiple times because it's just that inspiring to me. It's so good. Well, the Haney's are coming in strong. (laughs) I think the book that has had an impact on my life, and probably due to the last several years of my life, but Sister Kim Haney's God Has a Waiting Room. If you have not read that book, do yourself a favor and go get it, borrow it, whatever you have to do read it because it is life-changing well can i borrow it i've never yes girl i've never read it either i'm about to do myself a favor okay i have it and i will i will share it with y'all because it is well worth the read yes indeed okay Kristen, what tool has gotten you through the tough times of life i feel like the thing that kind of helps me when i'm going through stuff is learning scripture and then quoting it back to myself Mm-hmm. Um, Megan mentioned Psalms 23. That's kind of a chapter that I rely on because I feel like I learned that at a really young age as well. Probably one of the first portions of scripture I learned and I use it to when I'm fearful or anxious or anything it just calms me down if I quote it to myself. So just learning scripture and quoting it back to myself helps me get through the tough times. That's a good tool. Um, mine would be something that I've learned through the years is taking what is bothering me and what is worrying me and truly leaving it at the feet of Jesus. Like anytime that thought would pop in my head or I feel worried trying to creep back in, I'd like, no, you know what? Lord, it's at your feet. I'm leaving it there. And I would verbally say it to let the enemy know and remind myself that that's where it's going to be. Hey, there's power in your words. Right. So. And that's good because yes, I, I, I do that too. Yes, girl. What is something that everyone should learn to do? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like everyone should learn to cook at least a little bit. Yes. You don't have to know how to cook a, a five-course meal. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be fancy. But um, I think everyone should know how to do the basics of cooking at least. I feel like it's quickly becoming an art that 
some of the younger generations not necessarily. You know that home style from scratch cooking? That I don't know how to do. (laughs) See? My point has been proven. I just feel like the younger generation is not as interested in cooking those um, I just feel like there's some love that goes into that. Yeah, I'm interested in doing that. I just fail at it. <laughs> anyway, cooking. I like to cook in case you can't tell. Uh, <laughs> oh, gosh. What was the question again? What is something that everyone should learn to do? Um, that, that, I'm stunned. The, the one thing I, I could think of, kind of skimming over the questions, was... um. You know that intersection when you're driving? Oh, girl, yes. Go to the right. <laughs> Praise the Just Lord. go to the right so I so you can see your traffic coming and I can see my traffic coming and we can cross yes. safely. While she is saying that, blinkers, people. <laughs> blinkers. They are on your no. car for a reason. To help you and me. Right. <laughs> What is your go-to worship or prayer song? Um, it depends on my mood. If I'm wanting something like this upbeat, I'll play um, uh, "This Means War." Mm-hmm. Um, I'll I'm like, you can't have my family. <laughs> and then if I'm just with currently with different worship songs, um. James Wilson's um, Not Finished, and then some of C.C. Winans' songs, like her um, Believe For It, and I can't think of the other one. Um, Goodness of God. Yes, that's it. But the whole album, girl. Yeah. The whole album's good. That's a good one. I think for myself, um, when it comes to prayer, a song that I find myself kind of singing in prayer or is I need thee I know it's a, it's an That's, old classic but I kind of find myself going back to that in my prayer time now as far as like worship my current because my favorites change weekly or daily depending <laughs> on my mood right um anything can happen oh by Mark I just love that song and right now it is just up there for me <laughs> I think it's probably my current favorite favorite, but that can probably change very soon. <laughs> Tomorrow even. <laughs> right. What is guaranteed to lift your mood when you're feeling down? Food. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, no, I'm teasing. But for real? No, no she's not. I should agree with that too. <laughs> I was not expecting that. But, but for real though, have you ever been so hungry that it's like hangry and then you get food yes. and you're like bebopping everywhere? Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it can, it, it could change your mood. It, <laughs> I could agree with that. Also so, music. I feel like yeah. music is a huge thing That's for, for lifting for. my mood. When yeah. I'm, There's that new song, y'all. It's my jam. That Jesus is Coming Back by Jordan Felice. I would jam into that song. I haven't heard that. It does. That's a good one. That's one that I would definitely say. It would change my mood. What is your ideal vacation? Well, Mm. (laughs) there's a little bit of a list. Um, My ideal vacation is going somewhere relaxing and just enjoying myself. But as far as locations, um, I would love to travel to all 50 states. That is a dream of mine. Yeah. But... 
out of the country. I would love to visit Ireland. That's I would also one. love to visit Italy, but just Europe in general. Australia, someplace that I just travel. Yeah. Mine is um, definitely, I'm with you on the all 50 states. Um, how I like to travel, I like to view different sceneries, things I don't see at home. I like to ask the locals what the best cuisine there is because I like to try different foods while traveling. And I like to travel in good company. I like to be with people who are enjoyable to be around. Um, but yes, Europe, oh my goodness, has always been on my list. Like a train ride just through all of it uh, as much as I possibly can. And then maybe a water taxi too. <laughs> so... Um, I'm gonna let you keep Australia though. Did you say Australia? Yeah, she did. Oh, um, maybe, yeah. I, okay, I could go to Sydney. I feel like Australia has it's a diverse place, yeah. There's a lot to do and see, so no, I'm content with them staying in the, the, in the states. I, I don't, I don't desire to get out of there, okay. Um if you could go on a mission trip, where would it be to? Mm. That's a good one. Um, that is good. I think for myself, I would like to go to maybe some of your European countries that are not um, so religious, not so Christian-oriented, um, kind of the unchurched areas that might be a little harder to break into. I don't know why. <laughs> I feel like maybe because it's a challenge, and I think I would like the challenge of that. I think you would do good with that. Um, I, I actually considered going to Hope Corps, and Me for too. for the intensive training week, I I was looking at the options, and Honduras or the Philippines, like one of those country, like one of those places, I would. Think I would love to go because I feel like there's such a hunger there, and I think it would be just as rewarding for me to be to go and be there and get that experience as you know it is for what we are able to do for them. All right. Okay, this is a good one. The moment that you knew God saw you and knew your exact situation. Well, there have been several for me. I think one that sticks out to me in recently is I was just having a tough time. You know how you go through those times where you just question things and you don't always voice your questions, but you kind of have the thought, you know, God, do you even hear me? Do you even see me? Do you even know what I'm going through? Mm -hmm. And it was a Sunday morning. I got to church and pastor got up to preach. And I mean, he started preaching and he said verbatim the thoughts that I had in my mind on the way to church that morning. And I was like, it just, I was like, okay, God, you hear me, you see me, you know exactly where I'm at, what I'm going through. And just, I've had lots of moments like that, but that's the one recently that sticks out to me. Mine would have to be on my 20th birthday. Brother Urshan came to our church to preach. He was preaching that morning, Brother Nathaniel Urshan. 
And the title of his message was Pearl of Great Price. And that was in a time when I just, like you said, didn't know if the Lord heard me. Like, like Lord, do you see me? Do you hear me? And that was a beautiful birthday gift and reminder that he knows exactly where I am. And he is with me every step of the way. I remember that message. I loved it. Mm-hmm. What is your passion or desire in the kingdom of God? That's a good one. Oh, that is that is a very good one. I think ultimately for myself is just to see souls saved. Um, but just to help people any way that I can. To be a servant. To learn to help when people are down and out and in need of that help in hand. I want to learn to be that person, to be compassionate. What was the question again? What is your passion or desire in the kingdom of God? Um, to be kingdom-minded and to be able to move when he needs me to move and do what he would need me to do to just step into that and be just a vessel because that's what you know I and also I would love as you said to see soul saved and I have particular ones that are really close to me that I want to see saved so I think that would be the answer for me okay what impact do you want to have on the generation following after you <laughs> I feel like for me, mommy, the thing that I would love to teach the younger generation is how to pray and how to worship. Because I feel like if you learn how to pray and how to worship, that's going to get you through life. No matter what comes your way, when you know how to pray and you know how to worship, you can pray and worship your way out of any situation. Right. That's a good one. Um, mine would be um, kindness and compassion. Show love to your fellow man. Because you always hear that you never know what battle someone's fighting. And sometimes a simple smile or a kind hello can go so far and you not even realize it. Alright. What is your favorite childhood church memory? I feel like that's probably a good many. <laughs> um, but I would have to say back in the day when I was a kid, we had the best youth services. Like those old school youth services where you got together and you had like Maybe a little sermonette, but you had the little games and um, Bible trivia, just all of that stuff, the songs and just the skits, everything. Like, I loved that when I was a kid. And I kind of miss it because I feel like you don't really, see, people don't do that as often as they used to back in the day. 
Well, we're the same age, but did they ever play um, sword drill at your church? Yes. That <laughs> I was too. never fast enough. Is that where they would like flip, like name a scripture and flip the yes. Bible? Yes. And you yeah, had to move up a pew. Yeah. Or they would even do like a word and you would have to search through the Bible until you found a oh, that um, would be passage with that word in it. I would need them to say like the and I could find it, you know. <laughs> right. But um, yes, just that sort of youth services is what I remember from my childhood and I love them and they were so fun. Like it was simple things. Mm-hmm. And of course, we're talking about in the day before everybody had social media and electronics, you know, yeah. available. So I'm showing my age a little bit here, but <laughs> but that was so fun and I feel like today we've kind of got away from that a little bit and I miss that. Anyway, for me, it would be youth camp. I love youth camp. Like that whole week was nothing but games, kind of like you've mentioned, but a lot of church impacted into it. And I had a lot of like life changing moments at youth camp. And I got to see friends that I didn't get always get to see, and we got to hang out and do different things. So um, I definitely say that was one of my favorite childhood church memories. Kind of sad when you outgrow, <laughs> outgrow youth count. Yeah, true. If you could go back in any time in history and experience a moment, what would that be? Ooh, for me, that's tough because I'm such a history buff. I love history and there's so many moments in history I could go back to. But, um... I think for me, if I could go back and experience any certain time in history, I would just like to go back to the Brush Arbor days mm-hmm. and experience that. Just, I, I would, that would be for me what I would choose to go back and experience. I would like to, um, I actually was just listening to Brother Booker preach a message in the a brief clip of that he mentioned Azusa Street. Yeah. I would love to go and just get a good glimpse of that revival. Like I can't even imagine how incredible that would be. Right. But I also wouldn't mind, you know, just walking through just a little piece. I don't have to be there through the whole thing. But I want to go and walk through the Red Sea and see if it looks like an aquarium. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, can you imagine? Okay, so you're walking and you got stacks of water on both sides of you. And like, can, there's got to be some some critters in there that's just swimming by. I would have loved to see that. That would have been, that was the first aquarium. Bed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've never given it that much thought. I really but... have either. But my, I would have loved to go back but and that is the birth of Christ. Oh. oh, to be there when he was born. Oh, to see the star. To see it all, I feel like there's a lot. The angels and all of it. I feel like there's a lot of moments in the Bible that would be awesome to go back and experience. And then there's some that you're like, thank God you allow me to be born in the time I'm in. Right. Anyway. Because, like I said, just a brisk walk through there, you know? (laughs) Don't let me stay. (laughs) I feel like if I could just have an overlook. Of when David killed Goliath, too. Oh. I feel like that would have been an amazing moment to experience. Yeah. Or when you first asked the question, I thought about, like, seeing the roof 
tear off when the the friends lowered their buddy oh, down yeah. for him to get a miracle. Oh yeah, just to follow Jesus throughout his ministry. Yeah, would oh, have been word. amazing. But I, it would be cool if we could know what we know now and just yep. simply go back in time and not be there, but like watch through some Vortex. window, yeah, <laughs> some, some window just to just to view it. I don't know. I think I want to be there and hug him. But like, I love you so much. <laughs> yeah, but unfortunately, we cannot do that. So, no, <laughs> wishful thinking. But that was a fun question. That was. Anyway, so we just thought we would let y'all get to know us a little better. Um, we hope that this has been as fun for y'all as it has been for us. Yeah. And we thank you, Anna, for asking our questions. Well, thank you for allowing me to be. Come on. We appreciate you being a part of it. We might have had to manipulate her into doing this just a little bit, but... <laughs> it was, it, we didn't have to beg too much. <laughs> anyway, we appreciate her friendship, and um, we hope y'all have a good one. Thanks again. Bye.